All right. If you're on YouTube, I am showing you what a roadcaster looks like. Um, <laughs> He's got the receipt still on it. <laughs> He's got the invoice on it. <laughs> L is for all the kids. Migs, Kush, and I stomped on NBA 2K20. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold that L. Game chat. And I was just like, oh, daddy. Pass the ball, daddy. <laughs> oh, What's wrong with you? What's actually wrong with all three of you? Welcome back to Critical Banter. We take the best bits from your favorite late night shows and package them into a podcast. This week, we are changing it up. This week is all about Freedom Day. So in this whole episode, we'll be running through all the shenanigans we've been getting up to now that we've been unleashed out of lockdown here in Sydney. And to do that, we've got me, Miguel. We've got Sen. Hello. Rohit. G'day, g'day. And the unleashed Kushagra Kundra. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, lad. Thank you for such a formidable entrance there. I do appreciate that. Uh, it's good to be back, boys. Uh, the good news that I, I unleashed on all of you, we have finally got the Roadcaster Pro. Oh, I'm so we excited. We ordered this, what, three, three and a half months ago, right before lockdown. Um, unfortunately, there were some delays, shipping and whatnot, but um, it's finally here. Lockdown's over, so... Through uh, the supplier that I had ordered with, uh, I met up with him. Your dealer, if you will. That sounds so menacing, bro, the supplier. <laughs> so sinister. I'm going to keep him unknown. He's a good source of mine, all right? And I want to keep him over. <laughs> just quietly for the non-podcast enthusiast, Kush, what is a roadcaster pro? <laughs> yeah. just, just in case, you know, someone doesn't know. All right. If you're on YouTube, I am showing you what a roadcaster looks like. Um, <laughs> He's got the receipt still on it. <laughs> He's got the invoice on it. <laughs> I will blur that out <laughs> so you don't see the address or any identifiable information. <laughs> But this is a very thick audio recorder. <laughs> it is a soundboard mixed with an audio recorder. So you'll see, when we're in person, we may be playing some frisky sounds. Spice frisky. it up a little bit. Frisky. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make our lives easier when recording audio. That's what it is. It, it's a good purchase, logistically speaking. And also, just, just for the fun of it, the soundboard's got to be fun, I reckon. We're going to use it. I think we're all going to use it when we're in person. You'll know when we start using it. Yeah. We'll use it. Galore. But, man, getting this, you know, I went to Korean barbecue that day to meet up with a group of people. And I remember it was around 3 p.m. And I was like, oh, look, if you could bring that roadcaster, that, that'd be great as well. You've just casually been waiting for months. So <laughs> if you could bring it, that'd be great. Just quietly. I, I didn't think it was going to be this big. So I was just like, oh, just put in a little JB bag. She'll be right. And then the man walks in with this huge ass JB bag, just plops the roadcaster down right next to me. And it is it is around five to 10 kilos. Seriously? Actually, the whole Wowie. night. Yeah, it's, it's, it's big daddy, man, this roadcaster. And I... Will, will your table support that mix, right? Okay. We record currently on like a... Like a foldable. It's, like a pic- it's a picnic table. Deck. It's a foldable picnic <laughs> table <laughs> that's currently dented because of all the rogue purchases we've tried to attach to it. It's like it's literally the roadcaster is gonna go through that table, go through your upper floor, and land in your kitchen. That's fine. All for the content. All for the content. But yeah, that whole night, I was lugging this around from Korean barbecue to like a little bar, just me and my JB bag. <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> Look, I did it for the pod, and it's finally here. So when we're in person, we're going to see this bad boy, and it's going to be some good times. Lovely oh, stuff. Was it was it a good conversation starter? Like, oh, what's in the bag? And then you pull out the roadcaster, show him the sound effects. Well, one person who's he's not he's like vaguely aware of the podcast was like, oh yeah, that's a pretty big purchase. And I was like, you know, uh, it's uh, it's it's a well it's a very good purchase for the Critical Banter podcast. You should check us out at Critical Banter on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Works <laughs> nice. Rolls nice off one. the tongue. Man said he checked it out. And there you go. We've got one extra listener. Just just as a quick question, why didn't the guy just ship you the roadcaster? Why did it have to be a 
in-person <laughs> deal. It sounds shady as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I cannot answer that, nor will I answer <laughs> it. We're going to keep that unsaid. <laughs> like I said, we got we got the purchase, we got the deal at a good price, at a very so good price. That's all so you need to know. Exactly. That's all you need to know. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for that, Kush. Uh, boys, as we said, this is all about Freedom Day, um, and we've been counting this down for weeks. I feel like for the best part of four months, all we've been talking about is lockdown. So I thought, you know, to commiserate the ending of lockdown, I'm going to do a eulogy for lockdown. Just a quick little one, if you will indulge me. I've written an acrostic poem for lockdown. Oh, so. my God. Is that the poem of the podcast? Is that the poem choice? <laughs> the stylistic, the style. <laughs> <laughs> the ABAB rhyme Acrostic or nothing. I am a bit of a slut for haikus and I love a haiku. limericks. <laughs> that's, neither, that's neither here nor there. Go on, Sani. But anyway, so L. L is for all the kids... Migs, Kush, and I stomped on NBA 2K20. <laughs> hold, hold that L, bro. Doesn't hold even it. Start hold with it. L. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just hold it. Hold it, bro. Hold it. Actually, just funnily, Manny, didn't you get some rogue messages as well from the other day while playing FIFA? Oh, yes, dude. I need to dig those up. Yeah. Someone, I beat someone in FIFA. This is the one I remember. I got like three. I stomped three kids, and three kids messaged me on PlayStation. How cool am I? <laughs> some, I stomped this kid, right? And he's like, oh, how does it feel to like pass around the back? Go back to Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I sent it to Sen. And then I didn't realize the wording was actually just back to Fortnite. So I don't know if he was telling me to go back to Fortnite or he got stomped so badly <laughs> that he will be returning to Fortnite. John Wick skin and all. Exactly. Where, where you'll join him there as well. And stop him <laughs> back exactly. Bro. I'll hunt him down. <laughs> Get him on the battle bus. Well, Kush was famous for telling kids to suck it after we beat them in the mic park. <laughs> Kush would leave party chat, go into game chat, and just berate these 11-year-olds for their lack of skill on NBA 2K20. That, that is a whole other adrenaline you will never, ever receive in any other way. I, I remember the one time me and Migs were playing NBA, and this, this guy was called, was it Big Daddy? Yeah, he, he had Daddy in his name, yeah. It was like Daddy69 or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> So, he, look, he was trash at this game. Like, he, he was losing it for us. So I went on to game chat and I was just like, oh, daddy, pass the ball, daddy. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> What's wrong with you? What's actually wrong with all three of you? I will not be repeating what I said to daddy on this podcast because I don't want that in the public. Yeah, look, that's all I'm going to say for now. But, <laughs> look, he joined me in, in prayer, in song with your daddies. And for a good two minutes, all you could hear. Was just daddy possible? Kush loved the game chat so much. We're playing. We're all me, send Kush on a team, and we're like, Kush, pass the ball, and he doesn't pass. And we're like, Why aren't you listening? And then we realize he's like yelling in the game chat already. So mid game, he switched from our party chat to in the game just to yell at kids on the other team. And he always it's reports back. Fun. He's always like, Oh, bro, this kid was nice. Oh, this kid was a squeaker. Blah 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 blah. And said, so, uh, brother, we just want to win a basketball game here. <laughs> back to my acrostic poem. <laughs> <laughs> o is for OnlyFans making business limiting moves and quickly undoing them. Mm. C is for can Gladys let us out already, please. Mm. K is for KFC three times a week for four months signals healthy lifestyle choices. 100%. D is for dipshit protesters ruin it for everyone. <laughs> o is for oh, that's how you tie a noose. Oh my god. <laughs> w is for what the fuck is Ivermectin? <laughs> why is everyone trying to get me to take it? And N is for nearly 5G compatible. Give me that 5G, baby. Beautifully. So thank you, Lockdown 2021. And hopefully we never have to do that again. Fuck me. Um, but yeah, from Monday at 12 
a.m. on the dot. We were free. And so, you know, 12 a.m., what, what do you do? I think I, I was asleep. What about you, boys? So Monday morning, 12 a.m. Also asleep. It was a Monday. Had work the next day, so. I got a little video the next morning of my friend from his friend's Instagram story, and it was from the Star Casino, and there was a line at 12 a.m., <laughs> a line that was at least, I reckon, 100 people strong lining up at the Star Casino at 12 a.m. <laughs> How is that even in the, your top five things to do on Freedom Day? Like, where, where does the casino land on that? Wasn't there Kmart as well? Yeah, I was going to say, there were people lining up for Kmart. Yeah. And we had this conversation, what could you not get from Kmart prior to like lockdown <laughs> yeah. ending that you Tuesday needed to go at, at 12? <laughs> exactly. What's so urgent? <laughs> That you can't buy online already. like <laughs> Exactly. And I'm pretty sure Kmart was already open to begin with, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure like some sections of Kmart was already open. Like, in yeah, the last click few and weeks. collect. Click and collect, yeah. baby. What the fuck? What, were they getting free gobbies there or something? Like, <laughs> Why were people lining up at 12 o'clock at a Kmart? Kmart, no less. Oh, we bring back that word, Sen. <laughs> bring gobbies back gobbies. A little word. Gobs were on it that, that day. Gobs were so on. <laughs> oh my God. The funny thing about the star video you sent me, Sen, was like... The people, like, so someone's obviously taking a, the video, right? So you can see their phone and they're panning around. People full cheering to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, people like, like throwing like, up the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> they're just ready to gamble, dude. They're itching. They haven't gambled in God knows how long. Do you know what I mean? They've got so much money saved up. Do you know what I mean? They need to blow it somehow. <laughs> Everyone has their vices. The other thing I saw as well from Monday was the haircuts. I saw so many lines and videos of people lining up. Like, surely everyone knows Monday's going to be the day everyone lines up. Like, why do people even bother? Maybe it's the, the double bluff. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone thought like that. No. Then no one's there. And they think, you know what? I'll be the only one there because everyone's <laughs> going to wait till Tuesday. But you're right. So I mean, Tuesday's are... the one with the massive lines. Monday's free. <laughs> so I'm going to go through the week that was for me. Uh, Monday night, Manny, Crow, we met up. Um, and so, I don't know, the way I thought it would be, I thought it would be very strict. Um, you know, you'd, you'd go out, you go to a place, they check your, you get to sign in, they check your vax, they'd make sure you're wearing a mask, blah, blah, blah. The place we went to on Monday night, I'm not going to say where it was, fine little establishment, but I got there. The door, it was just, it was it was a free-for-all. The door was open. They were welcoming us in. They didn't check if I checked in. Didn't check my back stat, status. There was no need for masks. It was it was just hell for leather in there. And for me, I, I don't know. I thought that was a good little start to the week. And I think it's just going to show that no one's going to care, Like to be honest. And I, I went to a few other places during the week and no one checked my back status either. Because isn't it technically like the police, the police have come out and said they're not going to enforce it? Well, they said oh, really? something like that, where like it's, it's a law, but they're not going to enforce it. Yeah, that's what I've read. So everyone's just like the anti-vax people can just go out and mingle because no one's checking. So, so you're saying I probably could have mingled with some unvax swine during the week. <laughs> yeah, Sen is reconsidering all his decisions made. The chef who spat in your food could be unvaccinated. <laughs> so you never know. Does frighten me a bit because I've been out and about this week, as you will find out over the next few minutes. <laughs> These stories will just get sadder and sadder than he realizes he could have mingled with anyone. Um, so that was my Monday. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday didn't really do much, and then Friday, as I alluded to last week, was going back to the office, making my triumphant return to the office. And I'm going to say right now, that did not occur. I woke up at nine thirty, and I was in absolutely no state on a Friday morning to be getting into <laughs> the office. So I. I did the responsible thing and I worked from home. Um, but like I said, that we had a farewell drinks for one of our team members. And so I was still going to go into the city anyway. That was that was still going to happen. 
Um, and then the farewell drinks was meant to go from 5.30 to 7.30. And then from 7.30 onwards, I'd booked another place and I'd invited like some of our other old friends, like people who had left the firm to come and join. We were just going to have a, like a, a casual night. Um, so that morning of the Friday, I messaged another guy because I forgot to invite one person. I said, hey, like we're doing this thing tonight, 7.30. Do you want to come? And so he actually got invited to the first farewell at 5.30. And then I told him about the 7.30 thing. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. And he actually lives near me. And he said, oh, how are you getting there? And I said, oh, I'm probably just going to bust it. And this this legend, this absolute hero, if you will, said, no, nah, dude, don't worry. I'll drive you to the city. Ooh, that is an offer and a half. And he said he would pay for parking as well. He already, dude, I said, <laughs> he said, I'll drive you to the city. I didn't reply because someone messaged me on like my Skype teams. Um, and then two minutes later, they said, oh, don't worry. I already booked parking. I'll pick you up. Knight in shining armor. Wow. And then he picked me up. And my friend... He's a bit of a rev head, so he drives a ah. Mazda MX-5 um, it's fine. convertible. That's fine. On the road near us, he hit 130 kilometers oh. an hour. <laughs> Why are you complaining? That's how fast no. you go as well. <laughs> yeah, hang on. No, how no, does no, it no, feel? No, no, no. How does it feel? I, I'm an side? aggressive driver. This guy is on another level. Look, I'm very thankful that he offered me a lift and everything, but wowee, this man was a menace. <laughs> but I have to admit, this is the first time I've ever driven in a convertible, and I have to say, you know, Top down on a Friday, Arvo, sun's coming down. You're heading towards the city. The city lights are starting to come out. Breeze hitting you across the face as you're going across the Anzac Bridge. Whew. It was a nice feeling. I felt alive and also fearing for was my life raining? at the same time. No, Friday, Arvo, it cleared up. It was nice and sunny. Interesting. But like, yeah, anyways, back to Sen's menacing driving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the death seat. Like, I'm glad you had a good time, Sen, in the convertible. <laughs> aren't you? I've never been in the convertible. That would be nice. But I can remember sent treats like the streets of sydney as if it's like a formula one racetrack <laughs> monaco 2021 he really likes the idea of late breaking oh because he's going around it's the bend and then me and Ming's in the death seat holding on to the little <laughs> car thing on the top left while send revs around but 130 i don't think you've ever gone 130 that, that seems... no my car physically can't go that fast <laughs> <laughs> it starts shuddering if i go past 100 the problem with send's car as well is like when you sit at the front i don't know if it's a glove compartment or something there's a bit of loose plastic somewhere and like the faster he goes the more it rattles oh it rattles so like yeah. when i hear it i'm like bro how fast must you be going for your car to start like shaking that's the sad thing i'm not going that fast the car's just shit <laughs> what's the fastest you guys have been probably yeah probably around 130 140 like on a highway 110 on 110 zone because i never speed i abide by the <laughs> oh, laws coward and you cannot incriminate me on my on my podcast i remember like driving on a highway so sometimes what i like to do is just drive with the lights off just occasionally when it's like 1 a.m <laughs> and like it's that's just fucked <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> is this the second week you got to meet? It's a death wish. It's From last week, you like, wanting to steer into a car. This week, you're just blindly driving. So, like, no, nah, this is obviously it's like it's a very safe maneuver that I practice because it's late at night <laughs> and there's no one on the roads. So, like, I'm driving down the highway or like some dark area, and then just when you turn it off and it's just pitch black and you just feel alive. Adrenaline rush, truly. <laughs> but the fastest thing I've ever been is like, again, down a highway. And I just wanted to see how fast I could go before I got scared. 160 is a little bit frightening when you're it's driving. terrifying. What are you talking about? <laughs> a car not meant to go once. It's not meant to go that fast. Because once the vibrations start hitting, the vi- yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when you're like, oh, I probably should slow down. And you can't bit. brake quickly either. You've got to gradually slow down. Because if you brake too quickly, like you could swerve off the road. Yeah, you go through the windscreen because you're not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. Well. Have you ever driven on like a freeway or whatever and it's like a bridge? It's like, but it's a long bridge and there are no trees and it's by like the water. So there's like oh, a wind. 
your car starts shaking. Yeah, yeah. and your car starts, if you're not properly gripping your wheel, your car starts going with the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I really? shit myself. Yeah, because I did this when I was on my L plates, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> I was driving to like with my dad to Canberra or something, and then we go on this bridge and obviously i'm an l player i'm not even going that fast all these other cars zooming past but obviously i'm only used to my local roads where i can control the steering wheel i'm going Mm. down this bridge and all of a sudden my car starts shaking it starts going left to right and i'm like what the fuck is going on and wait why does it happen only on a bridge because like that's where all the wind can yeah and most motorways here right it's covered by like mountains right true whereas a bridge just the wind the ocean's wind free for all exactly Mm. Scary. That is scary. Even at legal limits, that is fucking scary. <laughs> so what do you do? You have to like account for the wind? Yeah, you slow down a bit and you have to like properly grip your steering wheel so it doesn't shake and move and, you know, go with the wind. It's like golf, you know? When there's wind, a bit of breeze, you put your finger up in the air, see where the ball's going <laughs> to go. <laughs> chuck, a, chuck a couple of grass, see where it goes, which way the wind's blowing. Exactly. Very nice. Exactly. Anyway, so I finally made it into the city alive. No thanks to my mate. And we made it to the, uh, the pub where we were having the farewell. Um, and we we're lining up to get in, and at the same time, one of the other team members in our team rocked up. We rocked up an hour late, by the way, but that's no surprise to anyone. Um, and so this person tried to get in, and you had to show your Vax passport. So me and my mate, we got in, showed the Vax passport. This other person, um, she's actually from India, and she doesn't have Medicare, so her Vax passport looks slightly different. And so the guy just said, "Yeah, look, no can do today. I, unfortunately, what? we can only." Unless you have to have like the green looking one to get in. Otherwise, like even if like, it had this New South Wales state like health government logo on it and everything. And he's like, yeah, look, unfortunately, it's a $10,000 fine if we're found to have anyone who's unvaccinated. But she's like, but I am vaccinated. Like it just looks different. And he's like, no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, that old trick in the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it just looks different. It's legit, I swear. So like, well, like shit, what do we do? Like everyone, we could see every, like everyone on the balcony, we could see the rest of our team and they were like waving at us and like, we can go in, but like she couldn't. So we're like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll message you if we go somewhere else after. And we like kind of <laughs> oh, said goodbye and went Oh, <laughs> What can yeah. we do? Everyone else was inside. <laughs> Give it a car key and say, bring it around yeah. at 10. <laughs> <laughs> that's, hard. that's heartbreaking. Bro. It was, yeah, it was harsh. It was harsh, but. What did she do in the end? That was last we saw of her that night. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even check in? Not even didn't a message? In. that was yeah it was dog it was dog we'll see how she went on monday um but anyway we went in there and the rest of our team was there and the partners had a bar tab and i can tell you boys it was aggressive to say the least like i said we were an hour late and everyone was already aggressively drunk uh, within five minutes of me sitting down i was already triple parked no word of a lie <laughs> they were just ordering drinks like there was no tomorrow and i have to say boys we were gaining some unreal momentum in that pub it was it was a half empty pub but wow we we were we were gaining some weird it was some weird energy going on between the partners and like the juniors and at one point one of the partners was like facetiming one of like the guy's girlfriend it was it was getting strange (laughs) (laughs) i have to say boys all in all it was a frightening return to form and like i said so we we were going to go to like another place to 7 30 and we're going to meet up with some of our ex-workmates but we had a bar tab and the partners were having a good time. We were having a good time. So I made the audacious call of telling our ex-workmates to come join us and feast <laughs> on their ex-work partners on their, on their dime. And so I invited my friends over and I got a weird looks from some of my mates when I did it. And, but no regrets. Like, I think it was all fine, but I don't know. At the time, I'm like, shit, is this going to work out? Is this going to be awkward? I don't know. 
So I was I was going to put this to you guys. Would you guys have done the same? Would you have made the same call? Were they able to get free drinks first of all? Well, that well when it happened, I wasn't sure. But then within thirty seconds of them coming as well, we ordered another round for them. So there was no issues whatsoever. So it was all fine. I think it's fine. You reckon? Yeah, because who cares? Like, I mean, obviously it's on the partner's money, right? Yeah, they're like way too high. Like they've got plenty of money. <laughs> they can accommodate, you know, three other dudes coming in and having it. Yeah, but would you want to I pay? Think it's for a little some... bit weird. No, obviously you wouldn't. Like these want people, to. No these ungrateful swine, had left the company, right? And now they're coming crawling back to suckle at your teat, if you will. <laughs> no, but well, he's, he's, what's the setup? Is it a table with like yeah. everyone invited on one table? Yeah, that was the vibe. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's. I thought it was like a bar tab there and you're like just sitting. No, no, so we had a bar tab sitting and we had a table and everyone was just sitting around it and we had just had a bar tab going. Um, So yeah, and I just said, yalla, come, why not? We're going to be here. Like I asked the other guys, like like, I have a booking for 7.30 at this other place and everyone's like, no, we have a bar tab here. Why would we go pay our own money to buy drinks Mm -hmm. so we can get free ones here? And I'm like, that's an excellent point. So I called all the boys over. Do the other people know the boys, like the partners or the other? Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone was in our team. So then you I, think, then I think that's fine, you know, because it is what it is. It, it, would, it would have been worse if you brought like me, Kush, and Ro. <laughs> well, you mentioned <laughs> that. That is completely rogue. So one of my friends who had left the firm, so he left and he left a while back, six months ago. I invited him. I'm like, cool, he came. He brought his friend who works <laughs> at a rival firm to us. Nice. <laughs> That guy got shouted free drinks as well. Dude, I was at the bar and the partner comes up to me. He's like, do you know so-and-so's friend? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've met him a few times. He's nice. He's like, oh, well, he's going to get a Fireball whiskey shot. <laughs> so our partner bought like 16 shots of Fireball whiskey for everyone who was there. Sen, were you, were you slightly buzzed when you made the decision of calling uh, your ex, ex-workmate over? <laughs> I was three drinks deep in and I had to drink those three drinks very quickly because I sat down and I had to catch up. So yes, there was a slight buzz when I made that decision. Then I will say that it's not a wrong decision. Then you were buzz. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Well, you're <laughs> so gonna blame that he was moment. under the influence. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was one of those decisions under the influence where I reckon you you boosted the vibe, though. No? You said there was more people. That guy got a fire, fireball whiskey shot for just being a good mate, as you proclaimed. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think my decision was purely financially based. I think <laughs> it hundred percent was. What's up? <laughs> Call a spade a spade. You didn't want to pay for your own drinks. No, I didn't. Um, but no, it was a great, great Friday night. And I have to say the vibes were on. The vibes were so on in the city. <laughs> Every single pub was packed. Yeah, because everyone, everyone's been waiting four months to go out. Even your partners. Yeah. That's probably why they're happy to shout their mates, yeah, mates, mates a fireball whiskey. Because you had four months worth of social budget. This mm-hmm. pub, I'm pretty sure, broke the COVID rules for us. Because I'm pretty sure right now the <laughs> rules are you have to sit down to drink. So we had the table from 5.30 to 8.30. And then they like where we were, they got booked out by another group. So they were going to kick us out. But then I think they realized we were ordering so many drinks and our bar tab was massive. They, they moved us to a downstairs area. and like, oh, yeah, we've got a table for you. So mind you, there were 16 of us. The table fit, fit six people. So, so we were just standing. We were standing in the middle of this pub, which is illegal, 100%, because they didn't want to get lose our business. So... Again, it was good fun, really good fun. And yeah, every single pub in that area was packed with people. No one was wearing masks, no social distancing whatsoever. The police did come in and check though. That was there was like a like a surprise police raid, like surprise <laughs> motherfuckers. And like literally like people like police from the ride squad, like literally four or five of them came in. They to be honest, they just walked around a bit and then, then they just left. They didn't re- do anything, but they Was yeah. this when you were standing? No, this was earlier on when we were oh. just upstairs having a 
raucous time. So you're telling me this pub was letting you 16 people stand but wouldn't let your one mate in at the start. <laughs> it appears that way. That's outrageous. And then on to my Saturday. Um, I was really enjoying my freedom at this point and I was on a roll and I was not going to be stopped. Um, got some brunch on Saturday. Uh, really not much to write about there. I I have a thing about the big breakfast, right? When I, If you're saying it's a big breakfast, it's got to be big. Like, and I have to say, this place I went to yesterday was fucking. Their serving sizes were big. It was it was enough for two people. Like they heaped on the eggs, they heaped on the bacon, heaped on the sausages, mushrooms, asparagus, tomato. Dude, they gave me smashed avo. They gave me feta as well. Like, dude, this is this is a feast for a king, not not just a lowly peasant like myself. <laughs> like a pauper. What's the pauper. Um, minimum? What's the minimum amount of like bacon, sausages, eggs? And ham or whatever to be classified as a big breakfast. What would you minimally accept? Minimum two eggs. You got to give two hash little... browns minimum, right? Yeah, two minutes. Absolutely. Hash browns. If they're giving you, I've actually I ordered a big breakfast once and they gave me one hash brown. Mm. That was stingy. It's just breakfast at that point. It's just breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I enjoyed my brunch and then I did something that I haven't done in over two years. I went to watch a movie, and wowie, what an experience that was! I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen a screen that big, you know, since <laughs> 2019, my friends. It was, yeah, I couldn't think of anything better than that. But it's a massive, dude, my eyes hurt. Like, I actually, like, it genuinely hurt. Like, I, I wasn't used to looking at something that big in that much darkness before. It was, it's, and no one was wearing masks in the, I'm pretty sure the, the, the rule is you have to wear masks in the cinema. Dude, I looked around within five minutes, everyone had taken their masks off. There was people licking each other. There was just, there's no, Actually, on that said, I also went to to watch a movie in the cinemas, and it, there was one person behind us, at least three rows back. But this dude was sneezing oh. two, three times, mind you, two, three times. And look, I, I wore a mask. The moment he sneezed, I was like, "All right, let's make sure this is tight. This is snug. Air We're sealed. Good. Air tight. Was he wearing a mask, Kush? You know, I, I was wearing a mask after I'd finished my, you know, humble packet of chips. I was like, you know, I am going to wear humble. a mask, and then. And then he started sneezing, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit! Okay, this is you know he has he's obviously went through with the vax, the immunization uh, passport kind of thing." Mm. But then the second one came, and the third one came, and <laughs> I was struggling to enjoy the film at that point because <laughs> I was worried <laughs> that I may pass away on that seat. <laughs> Where's the movie innovation? You know, I, I've been to a movie in 2019. Anything changed? I will say, I yesterday we did treat ourselves to a bit of gold class. We used our Discover vouchers. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> we use that Discover vouchers. They're actually worth for gold class, though. Very it was worth, worth for gold class. So yeah. the innovation there, Ro, was I was basically lying down on a bed while I watched this movie. How you was it actually? Like, how, well, what's the massive seats? You... you can recline. You get like table service. It was. So I'm going to say gold class is a good experience. It's I, actually I, a good experience. I'm going to put it out there. I'm excited to go again. And you know what? I'd it's be happy class. to pay full price. Hey. I enjoyed it. I, I, I agree. I totally agree. I went to Gold Class once. And, oh, man. It I, was the shittest film ever, but I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time. Run me through what happens, right? You walk into the cinema. You get to yeah. your... Like, is it a booth or like a bed? What is it? Seats? It's a bit different. But the Gold Class cinema is separated so, from the actual... Yeah. Like, You're not with the peasants. Lineup. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you're paying big money. It's like it's there's legit gold decorations. You're in the gold class. The moment you it's enter, like when you get on a plane, they segregate you. They exactly. put that little curtain up, yeah. to, so you can't even see the peasants. Look, social stratification feels good <laughs> when you're at the top. <laughs> when you're at the top, it feels very good. So, like a normal cinema, for example, it goes from row A to R, for example. 
Uh, yeah. Gold class, A to F, six rows, baby. That's it. And there's only yeah. like, I think, five or six seats. I think six or maybe eight. I think it's eight seats per row. That's it. Nice and so intimate. So when you went to Gold Class, did you have like the the part before where it's sort of like a mini, not a mini restaurant kind of vibe, but you're chilling like in a booth opposite each other? Yeah, yeah. There's a cocktail. Drink, they do like, like cocktails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude. It's, just it's an experience, bro. It's an experience. I've, I've been to that. I've been to Gold Class, right. bro. I'm telling you, it's not all that. It's all overpriced. <laughs> you you're paying. I used a voucher and I still felt ripped off. Like you get, you get a little cool. big. You get a bigger seat. What? Fine, cool. I can lie down at home. Whatever. <laughs> and then table service. Cool. Someone will come to me for food. I have to pay an exorbitant amount for. Fine though. From the well, what are you eating? Like, is there a table? Is there? It's yeah. Like so a... you have like a little table, which is like it's 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 pretty it's big. Good but size. Like, dude, when they bring it out, I remember ordering that Sunday that they had, and that Sunday was <laughs> chunky. It was thick, and it was filled to the brim, my friend. And it was a good Sunday. Like I'm telling you, when I watched Aquaman and Gold Class, that felt like and came to me was, <laughs> <laughs> it elevated the movie i reckon it's definitely well, worth a go right i think give I think it a I go but it. i will yeah. give you a warning it's not all it's not all it's made out to be by these two i think gold class would be sick if there was a screen in front of you but then also if you wanted to lie down 180 degrees screen on top double screen action how many screens do you want yeah you exactly. have the, I, want a, I want a 360 screen hey he wants a screen on his chair as well yeah <laughs> because if i want to sit up I look there. I see the screen. Suddenly, I want to lie down, but I don't want to miss the movie and you know strain my neck. Look up. Screen's up there as well. Thoughts? Right. I think people would die because of the lighting. The, the seizures that would have caused. You get like <laughs> epileptic shops, shocks yeah. or something. I don't know. I will try Gold Class. It does, it does intrigue me. Use the vouchers. I say use, use the, the vouchers for Gold Class. I think without look honestly before if I was going to do it out of my own pocket without the vouchers, it would have been a maybe. With the vouchers, great. After, great experience. I'm going to do it again, and I'd be happy to pay full price. <sighs> Event Cinemas, please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> so my movie was at 6 p.m. last night, and again, I was running late. Shock horror. Um, so I was doing some, as Ro mentioned before, some Formula One driving down Windsor Road towards Para. Um, and I got to a point, and I was doing a gentleman's, I reckon, 100 in a 60. And then... And we talked about this before, and I saw, I was driving down, and then coming the other way, there was like a big BMW four-wheel drive, and he gave me a quick few flashes with his lights. And for a second, I didn't realize what he was trying to tell me. And then it clicked in my head, and I could see him above, like a bit further down. There was a parked um, mobile speed camera. And so I have not slammed the brake as hard as I've done in a while. <laughs> and the thing is, like he flashed the people in front of me as well. It was beautiful. It was like synchronized driving. Like suddenly everyone... Who was flying at like 80, 90, 100 kilometers an hour, just slowed down to 50. It was beautiful. Beautiful. That's, that, that's, that's the wonders of society. You know, you think society is all bad, but sometimes there's things like that can give you a little glimmer of hope. It, it did. It did. It warmed my heart. It actually warmed my heart yesterday. And yeah, so there are I did heroes the same. Out there, there don't is. Wear capes. <laughs> did you pay it forward? Yeah, I paid it forward. I paid it forward. So I flashed a few, Good but damn. this thing, I don't know if the mobile speed camera looks both ways of the road. So I don't know if he was looking at only at the cars going one way, but just in case I was flashing people anyway, just better be do safe my part. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then final thing as well, you know, I, I wanted to maximize my freedom. So I went to another pub um, on Saturday night and this pub is like, it's one of those degenerate pubs where they've got a VIP lounge um, and like a TAB area attached to it. A VIP lounge is not all it sounds. A VIP lounge in Australia is sorry, yeah, poking machines. <laughs> it's all yeah. fucking terrible. It's got a VIP lounge. <laughs> or for our American listeners, the slot machines. Um, so yeah, it's VIP because they s- squeeze all the money out of you. Um, 
but they do give you free coffee and drinks there. So hey, you know. And Mentos, they've got like nice little bowls of it. Oh, say nice. less. And so what I I was walking through this area, and what I noticed was there was a big TV in the VIP lounge, and it was and it was like showing like an arcade, like on the TV. I thought it was like showing a TV show of an arcade, and then I realized I saw like. Every few seconds, a kid or a couple of kids would walk in and out of the shot of the TV. And then I realized there's an arcade, like a kid's area in this um, pub slash bedding area. And basically, you can come bring your kids to this lovely, you know, family-filled area, drop your kids off at the arcade while you gamble away hundreds of thousands of dollars in the VIP room. But hey, look, we give you a screen so you can watch your kids every now and then to make sure that they're not doing something stupid. Responsible parents. Responsible (laughs) parents. And I was shocked at this, dude. That was, I'm like, fuck me. Like, uh, how low do you have to be in your life to, that's how you spend your Saturday night. (laughs) I'm on kids, we're going out. But not, we're not going to do something together. I'm going to go in here, play the slots for a bit. You kids just fuck around in the arcade area. But if you leave the screen, I'm coming after you. So my question is, how are you here recording, man? You've been going, you've been going all out. Like, how are you alive with so much energy right now? Oh, I've been, you know, cooped up for four months, man. I've been, I'm making up for lost time. As I said to another friend, you know, the last two years of our lives have basically been written off. So I, I was saying that, you know, I'm counting my 30, 31, and 32 years of age as my 20s still. You know, I'm making up for lost time. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But that was the week that I had, boys. Did you get up too much? <laughs> As I dominated the last 20 odd minutes. It's like when you ask someone how their day is, but you just want yeah. to tell them about yours. <laughs> if we just do it weekly, like, oh, Migs can give us the rundown of his week next week. <laughs> just to add a slight tangent to Sense 35 minutes about himself, because this, this is a podcast of four people, not one Sense. <laughs> I unfortunately did not have as entertaining week as you, Sam, but one thing I did do this week that I've been fiending to do for three, four months is go back to the gym. Mm. And that is a questionable experience, I will add. (laughs) So so the thing is, to first gain access back to the gym, you've got to fill out a form online and you've got to send in your certificate, which first of all, are you meant to send in your proper like vaccination certificate Mm. to just any man or their dog? Because I feel like there's some information that you can't, you shouldn't be. I think that's away. a privacy issue. Yeah, is it? I wouldn't be comfortable doing that. Yeah. Yeah, they're collecting like a date of birth or whatnot. <laughs> well, the, uh, you didn't no, give well, well the gym already has the date of birth. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> but I feel like there's some sensitive information on the no, proper dude, certificate. No, this is like a massive conspiracy. This is like, oh, I'm really into you know privacy, but I have Facebook and my location settings on, and I give all my data to Instagram as well. It's all right. All right. Well. They can, uh, Unless you've put your uh, vaccination number on Facebook, I don't think they can get it through there. But even if they had the vaccination number, what can they do? Anyways, go on. Who knows? Who knows? That's the whole thing. I don't know. There's like a healthcare number on there. That's like a social security number, bro. They could do anything. They could create a Mm. false identity of you, get a home loan in your name, and before you know it, Mm. you have a million dollars of debt to you. Mm. What say you, bro? What say you? Slippery slope. (laughs) Slippery slope. You're right. Tinfoil hat (laughs) off. (laughs) Tinfoil hat off. I decided... I wasn't fully back in giving my actual certificate. So what I did was I gave the mobile wallet version, which has like no mm. details on it. It just says your name yeah. and like your just vaccine. So I took a screenshot of that. Yeah, I took a screenshot of that on my phone and sent that in. Good the thing is they don't give you, well, my gym at least, didn't doesn't give confirmation whether they processed your shit or not. Mm. So I did it on like Sunday or Monday. And by like Thursday, 
I don't know if I could go to the gym yet. No one's told me anything. <laughs> so what I did is I, whatever, I went during staff hours because apparently what they can do is they'll check on the spot and they'll, you know, let you in as a bouncer does or whatever. So I did. <laughs> I went to the, it's weird, bro. I went to the gym. I scanned my pass. My pass works. I gained access to the gym. I walk in. The owner of the gym says hi and continues with their day. That's it. Am I meant to like sign in? Am I meant to show you something? Is there any duty of care you're meant to show to your patrons? Good sir. So whatever. And then I've, so the lobby's at the bottom stairs. So I need to go upstairs to the main gym floor where everyone is. I go upstairs. I got my mask on. I'm looking around. Ain't a lick of a mask anywhere. (laughs) Fucking everyone's, and it's a gym, right? You're all mangly. You're touching everything. You're like, you're sweating. You're like everywhere. And people like grunting and shit. Obviously, they're spitting a bit. (laughs) And they're just, yeah. (laughs) It's the only way I can describe it. It was yuck. But I still continue with my gym session because I've been feeding for four months. (laughs) Were you mask off or mask on? As future would I was mask on. Really? would say. But after, no, but after a few minutes, I just felt eyes going to me like, why does this guy have a mask on? None of us have a mask on. No, but you were doing the right thing. What do you mean? No, dude, trust me. Peer pressure is real. (laughs) (laughs) It is the most dangerous pressure in the world. Exactly. (laughs) Technicalities of it is you're meant to have a, you can have a mask off whilst exercising. So the loophole is you're exercising for the whole hour. You don't need to have your mask on. But I think it was advised when you're walking. It's so stupid. When you're walking between your exercises, mask back on. But once you physically have the weights in your hand and you're moving the weights or you're on the treadmill, you're actually walking, that's when your mask can be off. I had, I had a similar experience. Everyone, everyone had masks off, but I walked in with my mask on as well and everyone was masked exactly. off, right? And then I, I felt just compelled to take it off. Do you know what I mean? Like I was There's quite a pressure, boys. You don't understand. There's a pressure. And yet I took it off. But the good thing is though, the gyms are still fairly empty, which is nice. It's not as packed as it as it once was, which makes it a little bit better. But yeah, it's a little bit of a jarring experience because like for some reason, everyone's pretty willy-nilly about not wiping down equipment anymore. It feels very, um, a little bit dystopian. Do you know what I mean? Maybe just start licking the equipment and see if anyone says anything. <laughs> oh, that'll teach everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> just go up to the weights row and just go... Just spit yeah. on it. <laughs> see what happens. But after that, continue with my workout and boys, it's been what, three, four months, there are weights that shouldn't feel that heavy. <laughs> I went to the gym twice this week. I am in excruciating pain right now. I'm not moving much because I can't. Like my biceps and my triceps hurt so much, my arms can't really bend. Oh my God. And then to add to that, I went on a run the other day. I could barely hit 2Ks and my legs are still sore from that. My calves Jesus. are so tight. My quads were just in pain. I'm... I'm not built different anymore, boys. I'm built. Sad state of affairs. <laughs> same. To be fair, though, <laughs> yeah. no one stops you from running outside when the gyms were closed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I kind went, of I, ent- I entered survival mode. It is on me. I'll admit that. I'll put my hands up. Summer's coming around, and <laughs> I think it's too late. No, There's no dude, chance for a summer late. bot at this point. Summer cut, dude. Cheeky, cheeky two-week cut. Looks good. Just put yourself in a seriously deficient caloric deficit. I would starve myself for two weeks. Endo- endanger your health for two weeks and you will look amazing. Look am, I, am I allowed water in this cut or absolutely zero intake? <laughs> now have some water. I feel like that's the just bare necessity. <laughs> just no calories. Run a hot shower and just sit in a steamy bath for about <laughs> five hours. You'll be right. I won't consider that, but thank you for your advice. <laughs> Well, boys, that was 
my week and a few tad- tidbits from you boys. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'll talk less next week. Um, but that does bring us bring us to the end of this Freedom Day spectacular. Um, for a lot of people in Sydney, I hope you guys enjoyed the Freedom Day as much as we did, or as much as I did at least. <laughs> and as always, please join the TCB Appreciation Society. We did tick over 200 people, which is massive. Um, and yeah, it's good to see that to grow. Um, someone did shout out the Caramilk um, McFlurry the other day. And I will say just quickly, not worth the $5, save your money. Uh, but other than that, Manny, where else can people find us? If you would like to listen to the other 121 episodes that feature more of me, Rohit, and Kush, <laughs> you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> or any of your favorite podcast apps. If you want to see the roadcast, if you want to see Kush's address, that is on the roadcast you showed <laughs> earlier in the episode. You can go to the video on YouTube. It is up there. And with all that, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>